it's bigger than me. And today in studio, I have Miss Christine. She's my new soul sister. We've connected at a spiritual it's level. It's been a reuniting. <laughs> exactly. It's like reunited. We've it reunited. feels so good. <laughs> exactly. So Christine is a, a, a you've, been, you've had your own show here on KKNW, the Alternative Talk Radio, uh, for how long? About eight years. Eight years. Yeah. She's an expert. I'm a chatty and, Kathy. <laughs> a chatty Kathy. Yeah. And so today, this show, again, it's called It's Bigger Than Me. And I, I've been a part of the Hubbard family, Christine, for probably about two years. Um, my, my first show was I was part of someone else's production team, um, New Urban Unlimited. And my first radio show was called Our Journey, Our Dreams. Mm, mm-hmm. I'll tell you more about that later. Um, and this show has evolved. It's called It's Bigger Than Me, and I'm producing it. Yes, you are. And it's amazing. Beautifully. 100% uh, <laughs> focus on making the world a better place. Yes. I think that's the thing that we have in common. Uh, that's the thing everyone has in common, right? I mean, even if they don't, are, they don't know that they're here to do that, that's what everyone's here to do. I love you. I love you. <laughs> I love, I love you. your, your choice of words. So first of all, go ahead and introduce yourself real quick for the listening Absolutely. audience. Absolutely. And, you know, it's a little uh, uh, it's a little new for me to have video <laughs> going on, but I think that's the camera over there, there's isn't it? There's three cameras. Oh, there's three. Oh, my goodness. There's one there. So now I really can't shoplift, right? You can't. There's one there. There's one there. And there's, oh, there, one, there's one there. there. Okay. Well, I don't yeah. know where I'm looking or, or, or which one's it's on. But me. It's just you and I. But, but here we are. Yeah, exactly. The third eye and also the other yes. two. But uh, so here we are together. Yes. And I am so honored to be on your show I, I this is just fantastic because I love watching things that are you Evolving. know just bubbling and coming up and and getting ready to just burst out and uh, the conversations that you and I have had is just been amazing the kind of work you're doing in the world and I love that it's manifested into this way that you are now doing this to bring this information to so many more people. It's exciting. It's very exciting. Nice. And, and what was interesting about our first conversation is you said, Tracy, you know what? I think you should let me interview you on your show. And I thought, really? Tell me more. Well, it, I think it's, <laughs> it's so helpful because, you know, we are so close. We're in our skin and we're walking around all the time. And, you know, we just have these thoughts and we have these conversations with ourselves, you know, and sometimes it's best not to believe what you think. But it's, it's really great right. to have, you know, kind of that little, you know, like if you throw up the basketball, it's going to hit the backboard and get in. And sometimes if you didn't have the backboard, it wouldn't go in, right? right. So uh, I, I'm just so honored to be here because I think that it would be really great to, uh, I know you've already done your show many times, but it's great to kind of refresh people about what this is about. You I, know? I, I love that concept. Yeah. And, and today, for those who've listened to us before, today we actually have three segments. So we're going to have a little conversation here between Christine and I mm-hmm. as segment one. Uh, one of my favorite repeat guests, Dr. Tart, is coming back. She'll be she'll join us for the second half of the show. And then we're going to end in a much calmer way. Normally there's so much great stuff happening yeah. on the show that we're like, oh my God, the hour's over. Remember this and go do that. And so we're actually gonna formally, Mike is gonna cue us up ten minutes in. And when I first started the show, I, I talked about this segment called Surrender and Soar. Mm. And so we're gonna formally end the show. With a surrender and soar recap, just kind of challenging the listening audience to, right. to, to use the next week right. to move forward on their living their best life. Did I mention that Oprah joins me? 
Yes, I see that. And you also have uh, this book, The Path Made Clear. Her newest book. I'm so excited. Yeah. So, yes. So I bring, we'll talk about this. Right. But I, I, we're actually, the subject for today is we normally talk about how to live your best life. That's generally what mm-hmm. we do. But we're also going to focus on her new book. Yeah. I, I don't have it, but I, I, you've read me some of it, and I think it's fantastic. It's fantastic. And for anyone who doesn't have it yet, as you know, Oprah is my godmother, my self-proclaimed godmother. I was raised, you know, watching the mm-hmm. Oprah Winfrey show. And I feel like a lot of what she does in life, like as I was reading this book, I was like, oh, my God, that's why I say those things. That's why I talk that way. That's why, like, like a lot of the things that she has identified as her core truths, she calls them her, her, her guiding principles. It's kind of how I think. And so it was just kind of a nice refresher to say, oh, I was kind of raised by Oprah. You know, there was a lot of Oprah in my household, and I felt very connected to the work she was doing. And so we'll talk a little bit about that as well. But for anyone who who um, hasn't purchased the book yet, you must go out and get it. And I actually have listened to it on Audible a few times as well. Wow. It's less than two hours. So, again, another very easy right. read. But it's beautiful. I mean, it feels great. The photography inside is is absolutely beautiful. And she makes it, a, it's just a really easy read. And you know what I, I what I noticed is when you yes. handed that book to yes. me, I thought it was going to be really heavy. And it's right. actually a very lightweight. It's very lightweight. So you can take it's it wherever like you go. It's a magical, right. you know, a magical pill. Because I love paperbacks because they're lightweight. I, but that is a really ve- light it's book. It's very lightweight. So it's called The Path Made Clear, Discovering Your Life's Direction and Purpose. And you know what I love, too, Tracy, is that um, basically uh, when you talk about, you know, resonating with the things that uh, that you see in there, what I see is Mm -hmm. that there's so many you're kind of like this lightning rod. You know, there's all these all these really great things that are out there that people are waking up to and coming to in their own lives. And when they hear your words, when I hear your words, what I what I hear and what I feel it are, is wisdom that I've already known, but don't know where it is. And it's kind of like it just brings it forward. And I, I, I love lo- that. I love that you said that because yeah. I don't consider myself, you know, an expert in any particular uh, way. Like I'm not a registered psychologist. You know, we're not dispensing, you know, advice right. in any way. Um, I consider myself an explorer of the journey of life. And it's, it's super exciting. And I, you know, one of the things I am very comfortable with is I know my path. Mm-hmm. Like, I am very clear what I was put on this earth to do, and it's this. Well, it's and, and this it comes work. across. Really? Yes, it does. It, and feel, I, it feels so good. Like, I wake up every morning mm-hmm. feeling, and I worked 25 years in corporate America, mm-hmm. right? So you and I were talking about, you asked me about my background. Yeah, you kind of scared me with that. Because <laughs> you're, you're, you're probably very good at what you do. Well, I worked 25 years in corporate America, so eight years at IBM in yeah. New York and North Carolina, Mexico City, Rio, Brazil. Wow. Uh, 14 years at the Walt Disney Company in finance, marketing technology, sales strategy, consumer insights. I'm a PM, a project manager. Um, and then my last five years have been here at Disney in the Pacific Northwest. Mm-hmm. Um, excuse me, here at Microsoft. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, in the Pacific Northwest. And this journey, everything about this journey was 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 meant to be. Right. Like everything that I've learned along the way. I've always um, I've always read lots and lots of it's books. It's obvious. I mean, I see your setup here and... Well, you know, there's just so much great information that that is all around you. And I love that you chose to have this as sort of your backdrop because it gives you give somebody the um, the the information that you are very well informed on really good ideas. You know, you and I had this conversation as well. So, yes, I actually bring the books and I roll a large suitcase in 
every session. It's shenanigans, but that's kind of how I roll. <laughs> right. What did you tell me about my show? I was like, Christine, you've been doing this for six years. Give me what was the first thing you told me last week? You were like, do you, sister? Yes. Do you? Yeah. Because who else are you going to do? <laughs> exactly. Nobody else can do you. Exactly. And let me just tell you, <laughs> synopsis. Uh, what do you what do they call it? Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert for this book. What Oprah talks about in this book, and again, it is amazing. We'll talk about this in other shows. If you haven't you haven't been with me, but we we've talked about the secret. Mm-hmm. Deepak Chopra's uh, Seven uh, Laws of Spiritual Success. Right. And, I, and I have the books all tabbed up and noted up and all that. So, you know, and it's part of who I am. Right. So I can just kind of I talk about them, but I'm making connections to all of these other books that I've read. I read about a thousand books. Wow. Over my lifetime. Um, and I don't read for fun. You I watch charge admission to your brain. I, well, I'm basically <laughs> book number one is done. And I thought book number one is done. Oprah. I'm actually now going to go back and make a couple of edits to to book number one, and I'll tell you what. I've read about a thousand books. Yeah, I've nailed it down to the top one hundred, and then from that, the top forty had repetitive themes that um, I'm reflecting in what I consider those key success factors. Like, what does it take to truly live your best life? Yeah. That's what this show is about. It's bigger than me is saying, basically, to your point, we all have an obligation. Right. Right. To do what we can to uplift the world, to make the world a better place, right? These community initiatives that I'm leading and that I'm part of, you know, it's really about, it's bigger than me. Like, it's bigger than all of us, right? And then there's a spiritual aspect to it as well, right? Not that you have to be a believer. Mm Mm-hmm. To be a part of the show. That's why I bring the books. I'm trying to show I'm a Libra, if that means anything. So, you know, there's that 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 two extremes. Um, so I, I'm very analytical, very pragmatic when it comes to my thought process. But then there's also that artistic side. I have some skills. I'll have to show you my right. artwork. But there's also that spiritual side. Right. And those two things actually live perfectly in balance in my brain. Well, what I see in your show and what I see in, the, uh, you know, in our conversations yeah. is that you have this great way as a Libra of balancing the two so that they actually give people direction and a reminder. Because w- what I see here is mm-hmm. these might be uh, a lot of different authors writing a lot of different books, but really I-, I see them as a reflection of what you know. What we all know. Exactly. It's what we, it's, it's what we all know. Right. That's exactly right. I, I, you asked me, one of the questions you asked me was, so what, why are you doing this show? Right. And, and why you and why now? Where, now? Where, when did, like, why are you doing it? And when was that moment that you said, yep, that's what I'm going to do? So as I mentioned, this show is relatively new, but I started my Hubbard radio career about mm-hmm. two years ago. Mm-hmm. And I started it as I was writing my first book mm-hmm. called Our Journey, Our Dreams, The Art and Science of Being Aware and Getting There. Wow. Our journey, our dream. So I interview people. Mm-hmm. I've interviewed amazing people. They come on. They tell their stories about life, about lessons learned. Um, that's the our journey part, our journey, our dreams. But they're really focused on what did they do to achieve their dreams. Mm-hmm. I'm being very specific, very intentional right. on those conversations. Right. And then I'm also talking about I've been bringing in words of wisdom from some of my favorite books, um, from from TED Talks, et cetera. Yeah. Um, but really... Our journey, our dreams, the art and science of being aware. Mm-hmm. So this concept of being aware and then getting there. So being intentional, what does it take to actually get there? Right. I'm aware that I need to lose 100 pounds. I haven't quite gotten there. 
but I'm aware. And that's that. We'll talk about that on another show because I'm actually sure. I'm actually going to bring that in as a part of um, as a part of my next show starting in June. FYI, um, because oh, I, I'm hearing it. It's hot you, off the press. Hot off the presses. So what I think is really important is again these books. Or, or this is why I was put on this earth, to, to be my authentic self with a level yes. of courage that I don't think most people have. We and I, you and I talked about being ADHD or, or being diagnosed with, with ADHD-type traits. Mm-hmm. And you said you've lived with this beautiful gift your entire life. Yeah, I mean, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm someone that doesn't believe, like, like you labels. just said, in, in diagnoses. Right. But what I, I do think is that for other people to kind of, you know, it used to be like, oh, the personality test, and now it's, it's this. Uh, but I think that uh, the the particular brand of what it is that you got you and I have is overlapping traits yes. are or are the overlapping traits. Uh, what I think is interesting about that is what we've done with them, and and that is really the the whole point of everything. It's you know I love that other people wrote books because like great I didn't have to do that <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh and by the way I love that other people have read these books. Like I'm not yeah. I'm not necessarily some of the books I'm bringing in maybe books that you haven't heard before. But what I think is most perfect about the work that I'm doing is I'm bringing in books that you probably have read before yeah and I'm drawing connections which is what ADHD kind of allows you to do yeah. is at least for my personal brand mm-hmm. of um, a quest a thirst for knowledge which means I read a lot but I read for the purpose of making connections and I think that's what's been so much fun about this second book which I'm actually weaving into oh. book number one as uh-huh. well a lot more um, and Oprah's book actually made me want to pause and probably blend the two books together now. I'm not uh-huh. quite sure. I'm going to let the that divine intervention kind of take over. Um, but book number one is done, Our Journey, Our Dreams, all those core elements of what it takes to be successful. Mm. And now bigger than me is that social aspect. Like how do, you, how do you then take your quest, your ongoing journey to be your best? How do you then turn that into, you know, an application for the greater good, right? Right. Improving the community. How, you know, how do you really tap into your 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 higher power how do you discover your life's direction and purpose how do you how do you how 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 is your path made clear that's the work we've been doing that's why i love yeah. this book it's like oprah how did you know perfect timing thank you very much so again once again she's she's interviewed tons of just amazing people people that you'll know you'll recognize every name in here sure um, but then they also talk about the journey mm-hmm. right and she talks about you know the seeds you know, and the, the whispers that we get as we're right. trying to discover right. our purpose. Well, and, and the other thing is, is that uh, I remember once hearing that you don't have to worry about your health. You don't have to worry about it. All you have to do mm-hmm. is remove that which impedes your experience of your health mm. because your health is ever present. And what I love about what you're doing is that it's not about teaching people how to do their path. Only they will know. Only but it's about know. you encouraging them to remove the impediments or the misconceptions or the erroneous thinking that actually blocks their own experience of how they do their lives. I love you. I love you. <laughs> you you are so amazing. I, I, I actually started tabbing this book um, last night. And to your point, you're, you're talking about um, removing the impediments. Right. That pre- the things that prevent people from actually becoming who they were meant to be, discovering their path. Sure. So she talks about listening. And if anyone's, you know, for those who've been listening to my show previously, we've talked about The Secret. Mm-hmm. You know, Deepak, my favorite book from Deepak is The Seven Laws of Spiritual Success. And his first law is around listening, being silent, connecting to the infinite possibilities of the universe. And Oprah talks about, you know, how did she, you know, kind of commit to a life of purpose? 
She said it takes courage to commit to a life of purpose. But some of the chapters are actually around listening. She said, I started to listen to my instincts and paying attention to the decisions I made each and every day. So this is really about, to your point, bringing those things that we know. Oh, she talks, bringing them, bringing them to the forefront. Yeah. And, and, and being willing to understand that it's just about uncovering. It's, right. it's really not about anyone telling you how to do it or telling you how to be a better spiritual person. Nobody can do that. You are already built with all of that. If you need proof, I, it's like I don't like the word deserve. Like you deserve, I deserve, you don't deserve, I don't deserve. Right. Who cares about that? Really, who cares? What really matters is that uh, you have this opportunity to understand that if you need proof that you deserve anything, it's that you were born. Right. Right. You're oh, here. No. She, she actually starts by saying, and she and, and a few other individuals, she meaning my, my godmother, Oprah Winfrey, uh, my self-proclaimed godmother, Oprah. And yes, I'm willing her into my life. I've already seen us sitting down having conversations. Mm. So it's, it's, it's going to happen. Uh, so Oprah talks about that we all were, were created with a purpose. And sure. part of this is around how do you find that purpose? And, and to your point, most people aren't aware that it's just a matter of, again, sitting in silence. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes just being silent, mm-hmm. that doesn't happen with all the technology. Sure. No, if you've, if you've raised a family and you're in corporate America and there's just so many things that we are to, having to do, those to-do lists that we must check off, right? Or that we think we do. That we think we must check mm-hmm. off, exactly. And it's when you put those things to the side and really pause to invest in time for you. So consider your time with me. It's bigger than me. Right. <laughs> Consider your time with me weekly. Just an investment in you, an investment in your right. destiny. To your point, I'm not telling you anything you don't you don't know, but I'm actually going to be connecting with beautiful people yeah. like Miss Christine um, and others to talk about what their journey was and really pulling out these amazing nuggets. So we 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 actually talked about um, uh, the seven habits of highly effective people. Right. Habit one and two is focused on being proactive, and starting with the end in mind. Mm-hmm. And if you think about it, your life's purpose, living a life of purpose, living a life you know, where you're pushing toward your destiny every day, mm-hmm. that's really about being on purpose, being proactive, and starting with the end in mind. Waking up every day saying, today, I'm going to do something that will move me closer right. to that dream, that will move me closer to and, the goal. And calibrating that compass. I, I always used to say that, love that we word. do everything yes. we do everything that we wanted to do as children. We do. We do it. Right. It's just a matter of are we cognizant of it. I don't think there's any higher consciousness. I don't. I just think there's us waking up to the consciousness that is. It's so funny that you say that because they actually talk about the the, the childlike innocence that it takes to really right. be courageous to decide, you know, I don't have to do what they say right. you're supposed to do. I, I left Microsoft making $200,000. Mm-hmm. And I got to tell you, I wasn't made, I was I grew up poor. So for me, that was the destiny. Right. <laughs> I wanted to, you know, be able to basically yeah. I think I've said this before. I wanted to be able to eat whatever I wanted. Yeah. Mission accomplished. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> right. But now to to a surplus, yeah. I would say uh, joking. Uh, not really. <laughs> All true. So part of what I'm going to do um, in June is I'm going to take that conversation, that weight loss conversation. This isn't a weight loss show. Never will be. Um, but as I think about my personal goal, I'm going to talk to people about 
what it takes for me to get there. It's just, you know, I want to be healthy. I want to do this work for another sure. 50 years. And so losing 100 pounds is, is something that I think about 80, 70 percent of America is slightly overweight. Right. Um, and so t- taking on that journey, I'm going like, to literally do live weigh-ins on the show. Mm-hmm. I did that actually on my radio show, but it wasn't as much fun without the video. Mm-hmm. So for people to be able to see, there's a, there's a special uh, science to actually being able to see a, what do they call this, the tire? Oh, yeah. <laughs> to actually see it <laughs> decrease over time. It's very, 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 very exciting. Well, you know, I'm, I'm so excited about your show and, and being, you know, having the confessional radio show for the past eight years. Uh, there's so much that I feel so blessed that I get to be the audience for my audience and what I see in you is that you are a great audience for your audience because you're actually connecting with them on a level that is actually going to help them remember their greatness. I love that you said that. Remember their greatness. That's right. Tap into your greatness. So when we come back, first what we're, what we're going to play right now is we're going to transition. Christina's going to stay, by the way, for her listening audience. She's going to hang out with us. But we're going to actually show a, a little testimonials video so we applied for some funding as a part of this Best Starts for Kids program in King County. And I didn't mention that I'm also president of a nonprofit organization called the National Black MBA Association. Yeah. And there's 40 chapters around the country, and I am president of the Seattle chapter. And this organization is a premier business organization focused on intellectual and economic empowerment. Right? Wow. So intellectual empowerment, right? They have yeah. an annual conference in September. This year it's going to be in Houston. But what they do in these in these individual chapters is they change the communities through a program. One of the programs is called Leaders of Tomorrow. It's a mentoring Mm -hmm. program. Some of our chapters have talked about having a 95% success rate. Wow. And getting children, typically children of color, who no one in their family has ever gone to college. So there's no, you know, there's no blueprint for what that looks like. So no one's ever gone to college. They get them to graduate from college, not get in, because mm-hmm. that's only half the battle, but to get a child who no one in their family has ever gone to college to graduate from college and, and, and success rates in the high 90s, wow. that's, ins- that's awesome. That's I was going to say insane, but it's, it's amazing. Yeah. And so we're bringing that program to Seattle. We're mm-hmm. bringing the Leaders of Tomorrow program sure. to Seattle. That's great. And in addition, I'm a little special. As you know, we have we have some yeah. special skills. <laughs> so we didn't. I didn't just want to bring in the Leaders of Tomorrow program, um, this mentoring for youth, without also acknowledging this work that I've done partially at Microsoft, but also part of the Black MBA, also part of just the work that I knew was part of who I am. Is the systems analysis? Do you know the concept of adaptive leadership? Yes. So so basically, in order to change a system, um, I'll take book number this book down here. This is the practice of adaptive leadership. It's tools and tactics for changing your organization and the world. So literally, wow. this is how you do it. It's around identifying the root right. cause of problems mm-hmm. and then changing each of those. And so what you're going to see here is a little testimonial video that we submitted to King County as a part of some grant funding that we're looking for. Because did I mention we're nonprofit? Um, I'll know in June if we have that funding. I'm assuming it's coming my way or something else will. Right. right? Because this is work that needs to happen. Right. right. Everybody can agree on that. Everyone can agree that it should happen. <laughs> and so this video is called Building Leaders of Tomorrow mm-hmm. Through Community Leadership Today. And it's going to go really fast. And we will post a, a link to it on the on the Hubbard site as Excellent. well. But I want people to just take a look and listen to the voices of these kids who've been impacted by this program and by some All of right. the work we're going to be I'm doing. I'm looking forward to it. 
he brought me out in terms of speaking in front of people and being more confident in my speech. LOT taught me how to be confident. LOT taught me how to manage my work inside of school, outside of school. LOT taught me how to be a leader. It's a blessing upon my life, my brother's lives, my mom's life, and it's, it's led us to a better place in our life. It encouraged Chase to want to be actively participating in LOT. I, I really love the Case Party LOT. Um, this is my third year. My first year, I was an alternate. My second year, last year, when I presented, it, it, it really helped. It was really fun because we got to travel outside of the state. Go build some great connections, also do some leadership roles. We got to meet new people. We got to learn how to talk and present in front of a lot of people. I want to go to LOT so I can go to a great college. I'd like to see what LOT can do with me. LOT is more than an organization. It actually became my family and a part of it. I know for a fact that all of my students would be up at least two to three reading levels by the end of the school year if they took the course. I've definitely seen a difference in DeAsia as far as school goes. I think it would be of value to any parent to uh, sit through the videos. They didn't take very long. The book isn't a huge book. It's not like 500 pages. Um, so I think any parent would uh, glean something from. Judging from the responses, the Homeschool Connection appears to be a program that can be effective as a parent orientation in any educational setting. I love that. Did you love oh that? Oh my gosh, it was amazing. Right? I mean, I, for me, I think it's really about changing lives and this is how this is one way we're going to be asking our listening audience to kind of lean in and, yeah. and help and support this work Perfect. kind of exciting it is it's exciting i don't know if dr tart has called in yet and if not we're you and i are going to continue this conversation okay. because what i want to so thank you for for, oh, for um for, right I, 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 I saw you coming over here and you were yeah. like what i'm like i want to see what's going on <laughs> see what she's doing that magic she's doing out in the world right <laughs> this is really the kind of work that that just thrills my Soul, to be it's, perfectly it drives honest. you. It, it you really does. It does. Mike, I don't know if you can zoom in on this this slide. If you see the Leaders of Tomorrow slide, he's giving me a no. So the 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 key elements of this program is, I don't know, if, as you go through the video, it's about setting new standards. Right. Right. Creating new habits, mm -hmm. embracing new opportunities. Right? right. But really, that's what Leaders of Tomorrow is. So building Leaders of Tomorrow through community leadership today. And community leadership today is what we're doing. Well, really what I love about that is you hear all these voices of people that, uh, you know, they're not necessarily talking about all the whole process, but what you hear is the result. There's all of this lifting. There's all of this this really hopeful energy that comes through on that. Right. I, I love it. I love it. And so that's really the part of the work that we're doing. And as you think Beautiful. about elevating right. consciousness, right, elevating our expectations for each other, for our youth. Right. Right. And I think for me to, to have an opportunity to invest uh, my time and my energy, learnings, things that I know, big investment. This, this whole concept of adaptive leadership. You know, I when I think about my career, um, my, my corporate career, mm -hmm. part of what, you know, again, our, our journey is our story. Right? right. Our story is kind of sure. part of what liberates us to help others. Right. And so when I, I like to talk about mine as I was a fluorescent yellow mm. on a team of pastels. A fluorescent yellow with hot pink neon polka dots <laughs> on a team of pastels. I like how you said, yeah. ooh, a wonderful, awesome pastels. Yeah, exactly. Right. And, and, and the, the, whatever the reaction is, 
is it's just it's it's, it's it's visualization of what that means, right? Right, right. And so if you you've read um what is it Gladwell's Outliers, mm-hmm. that concept mm-hmm. of and we're gonna bring that book in too. That's one of, actually one of my favorite books. Um, but it's that concept of like how do we then allow individuals to be their best? Most corporations agree that like having a diverse environment, a diverse culture, you know, mm-hmm. brings um there's an advantage to having diversity of thought, whether right. it's you know, because you and I think differently. I think differently. Right. And I think most. that, you know, uh, and, and we talked about this before the yeah. show, how we have, you know, some differing political yeah. uh, ideas. But what's most important is what what good are any political ideas or social ideas or even spiritual ideas if they are not used to bring people together? I, lo- I love that. And, and I don't mean that, that, that in that in a, in a way that, you know, you have to have this thing to push people together. What I mean is it should be something that is clearing so that people can come together and make that choice of free will. I, I love that. So the, so I'm, I'm going to Oprah's book, and I'm in the chapter around the give. And it, it says, imagine what would happen if two people with opposing views came together to inform each other from a position of wanting to be of service. Right. That's us. Right. That's basically us. She goes yes. on to say every single moment is an opportunity to be of service to another human being. And you, you were talking about that on your show today. Right. Exactly. And, and that's the thing. It's for our fulfillment. You know, a lot of the time when you when you showed when you when you uh, ran this video, one thing that I noticed, too, is that uh, when people start to put it together or experience where mm. they could go, uh, they suddenly wake up to the fact that this isn't I'm not doing this for someone else. Exactly. But if you don't do it for yourself, if you don't do something good for yourself, then you're not doing any good for the world. And if you are doing something good for yourself, you automatically are doing something good for the world. Can you please can I I touch you? Yes. That's the beauty of just big. Yes. I adore you. Yes, yes, and yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Absolutely. So any of these ideas that we come together with that maybe uh, it's, it's on the surface, it seems like we, you know, this is a conflict here. It's really a, an invitation for us to find where we can come together to do what needs to be done. I, I love that when you talked about those concentric circles, right? Yeah. Like the, you know, we, we've decided that you're, you said you consider yourself a conservative, relatively yeah. on one conservative end. And conservative. I, I, I've disconnected from politics in general, mm-hmm. but I'd say I have probably more liberal views in mm-hmm. general. So mm-hmm. I say we, we are probably on the opposite ends of the political spectrum, but I love and adore you because yeah. we found that beautiful place in between that Oprah talks about these positive exchanges. She said they multiply and grow. That's why giving on any level feels so good. You're actually creating a force in nature right. for good. Yeah. And that's it's really, what we're it, doing. It, that's why I can't, I can't. When you don't get in that, that, that thing of, uh, of circulation, of abundance, mm. what happens is yes. you are going against your nature because everything in your body is circular. You breathe in, then you breathe out. Yes. You, you yes. take stuff yes. in, you bring stuff out. And if you're not doing that with who you are and your abundance and your in your work that you're here to do, then you actually are impeding your own health. I, I, I love that, too. So I'm just going to share with those who, again, we're going to bring this book back. We actually talked about this book April, I think it was like April 19th, um, when Dr. Tart was here and um, uh, uh, someone else, Balanle Abunije, she's someone <laughs> else. So on that video, you saw, you saw the part around the homeschool yeah. connection. Yeah. That's actually another program. Oh, so wow. that last slide, wow. I know it went pretty fast, but again, this is a, this is on YouTube. 
Um, but that last slide actually talks about all a few yeah. of the 30 individuals and organizations that we've pulled together to bring their expertise to the yeah. table for this, not building leaders of tomorrow, but the community leadership today. We're doing that through bringing us together. And see, that's when you know real leaders. Like, I think you are a real leader because uh, real leaders, uh, they want to leave behind the legacy of their information and wisdom on the planet. People who are not real leaders, uh, there's that thing where uh, if, if you're in a big room full of people at work, uh, some kind of corporate situation, and a very important question gets asked, everyone will look at the real leader. Maybe not the one with the title, mm. but at the real leader. Mm -hmm. And I see people looking towards you because when there is a positive question in the form of this is what's happening in the world, people are looking at you like, what do you think about this? Because right. we know you're in it for the right reasons. It's funny. You got, you got me flipping to so many different places. I was going to read <laughs> something here, and now I'm going to the back. Because what you just said is, you know, it's not just when there's I – think, I think my leadership has risen to the forefront, and, I, and I've had so many people say, oh, my God, I am with you. You have no idea how with you I am. It's because I've, I've decided that it's, it's all about positive psychology. Like, my brain kind of defaults to the positive. And so even though I've had some experiences that were challenging – I, I took the part of adaptive leadership is it's around um, it's around taking a balcony view. So mm -hmm. It's really not about my personal circumstance. It's around what can we do right. to change the situation for everyone? And so we did national think tanks, 200 participants. I mean, we have the answer. That's the beauty of it. So that's why I decided sure. to start this consulting company, because I'm like, hey, at the end of the day, you know, any company who's really interested in changing things and really interested from top to bottom. Right. Actually making a change, we actually do have the answer. We have a very clear change management structure, plan, information. And so I think that's part of um, why I adore you the most. And, and, and the reason I'm saying that is it's not that we went to um, like just a positive place per se. I actually heard from people about challenges and needs. Mm -hmm. right? We did a lot of research and saw that some of the numbers are going in the wrong direction. And it's like, hey, if we want to... To, to change lives for the better, you got to look at some things that are a problem, look at them in a very strategic way, be pragmatic in your approach, mm -hmm. right? Applying adaptive leadership is literally changing your organization and the world for generations to come. Right. It's not these a are quick verbs. fix. Exactly. It's not a quick fix. Yeah. It's a getting to the source of the problem, addressing all aspects of the system. It's the systems analysis. And I don't normally go into this level of detail, but I know you can. Well, it, I know systemic is always better than a la carte. What has to be, I mean, in order to truly change things, it is um, super exciting to um, have a group of people who are absolutely focused on driving change. And it looks looks like one of my people, Ms. Jerry Bird-Tart, has joined us. Is that correct, Dr. Tart? That is correct, Tracy. How are you? I am and awesome. And your other guest. So, so <laughs> Great. Dr. Tart, I'm going to have you introduce yourself real quick for those, for, for Ms. Christine and for those who may not have heard you. Just really quickly tell us who you are and what you do and how you're part of this Building Leaders of Tomorrow through community leadership okay. today. I'm Dr. Jerry Bird Tart. I'm a psychotherapist here in Orlando, Florida. It has been my passion to um, help our, our society to understand the significance of uh, sound mental health. And uh, I've been in private practice for 20 years. So I'm really in into Ooh. building leaders um, of uh, tomorrow because I think that if we recognize what mental, what mental health illness can do and we look then for sound mental health, it doesn't mean that everybody, uh, that we all have something. So it doesn't mean that you, you <laughs> we all have something. We all got some issues. Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> we all have some saying. issues, right? And I think that's what makes so, me like the perfect person for this show because I actually happen to put my issues on the table. Dr. Tart, did you hear what I'm going to do starting in June? 
No, I didn't hear it. I am going to wait in live on the radio. No, you are. I am. I am. And it's oh, not a pretty that's number. That's it's not a, you, you know, talk about gold. Girl, that's what I'm talking about. Right? That's exactly it's like what courageous. I'm about. Trust me, it okay. is not a number that I want to publicize, but I actually, I must. I mm-hmm. absolutely must because it's part of the putting yourself out there, right? being courageous. Yeah. I'm not just talking the talk. Like These are things that I know. When I take about the secret and, and Deepak's seven laws of spiritual success, I'm not an expert in any of them. I, I kind of have law two. Um, I, I think I've said before, law one talks about building, um, you know, taking time for silence and meditation sure. and introspection and, you know, non-judgment. Mm-hmm. Um, this, the concept of silence was, was, was mystical to me when I first picked up his book. <laughs> uh, I moved past that and started with, you know, law two, which talks about giving mm. and, you know, and the, the other laws which focus on karma. Sure. Right. Uh, this concept of, you know, being detaching from the outcome. That's probably the, the, oh, yes. the second yes. to the last one that, I, that I'm still working on that one as well. Because, um, you know, we, we like to control things. I'm a PM. Right. I'm a project manager. Well, we PMP. like to think we do. We like to think. We like to. We, we want to control things. Yeah, we want to. We yeah. want to control things. And part of what all of these books around, you know, the path made clear and the, the Oprah. Oh, I'm, I'm holding up, Jerry, for your benefit. Okay. I'm holding up the path made clear, Oprah's book, Discovering Your Life's Direction and Purpose. I know we talked about this a little bit when you were here. Um, and I yeah. know there was some probably some elements that you wanted to, to, to bring up. But one of the things, so, so I'll pause. Is there anything that you want to say specifically about this book? What you, I really enjoyed about listening to her is that she had so many individuals that she was interviewing. And there was a consistent theme about our sense of empowerment and where that source of energy comes from, and that's God. But each of them talked mm-hmm. about their relationship to him and how they, on their own journey, they recognized how we don't control. I think some you just, one of you just said that we don't control anything, and in our efforts not to control, but it is about understanding how deliberate and purposeful thought can bring um, those things that we're looking for into fruition, because the passion behind the connection to... Um, um, uh, consistency. I think that was one of the words that yes. they used, but yes. it was that was it was just so on point. And mm-hmm. and for them to be all over the world, she means she in in her book, The Path Made Clear. There were so many people, so that she many. and it was so interesting that as you listened uh, to to the stories, you could see that thing in every one of them. And yes. that consistency is really really important. If we are of the mind that this is within whatever that that thing is that we're looking for. It's within our grasp because it's within us already if it is that we believe in that source, which is God. Uh, you know, I, I adore you. Yes, yes, and yes. And, and I think what's interesting about this is, and I've said this about the show, you don't have to be a believer in a higher power to understand the practical, scientific. That's why the first book is called Our Journey, Our Dreams. The art and science of being aware and getting there. It's the art and the science. It's proven. Positive yeah, psychology. that works is dead. True. But if you're not a believer, right. I just want to invite those people who aren't a believer. Like I am. I, like I couldn't tell my own personal story, right. which is why book number two came about. I couldn't tell my own personal story. Um, I was trying to hold very, you know, solid to those research principles sure. and book number one. But my story has so much divine intervention. I experience a miracle almost every day. Well, and I think that's the thing is the faith without works uh, thing is is that uh, it puts the onus on you no matter what you believe in. It puts the Mm -hmm. onus on you that whatever it is, because we all believe in something. I mean, whether it's, uh, you know, I believe that it's sunny today. If you do not do the works with whatever it is that you are believing, then you're never going to get anywhere. So basically you're talking about, I love it. She's basically helping to identify 
not only how do you discover your life's direction and purpose, but how do you move on that journey? What, what sure. are the steps that you take? And it's about, we, we've talked about this before. I'm, you know, someone asked me, so you're basically giving, your, giving some of the key elements of your book away in your radio show. I'm like, yeah, that's the whole point. Like right. when, I started the, when I started the radio show, the first radio show, two years ago, it was, it, it was a forcing function for me to write the book, actually. I wanted to right. interview people, and I knew twice a month I, you know, I, I'd have these right. people in studio, and, I, and I, I would have my re-reviews of books that I love and pulling out these nuggets, and I did that work. Mm-hmm. But I realized as I was working for Microsoft, that's also a full-time job. I mean, a double-time full-time right. job and working in the community. And what I realized is this is my purpose. Like, like you know, again, I love Microsoft. I enjoyed my time at I, IBM and, and Disney as well, right? So three major corporations. I feel very comfortable with the work I was able to accomplish there, but nothing brings me joy. Like living on purpose. Well, and whatever the, that is for you, whatever, whatever, that's the that's the miracle of life, right? Right. And whatever those jobs were, you were actually utilizing them to do your purpose. Totally. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Oh, yes, absolutely. I did. Yes, I did. As a matter of fact, yeah. my last role, like I said, that's why I felt so convicted. Right. You know, when I was doing this work around diversity and inclusion at Microsoft. I mean, these are amazing leaders, um, amazing people who want a, a diverse and inclusive environment, mm-hmm. right? I actually was was enabled by my leadership team to 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 take that work deeper, mm-hmm. you know, to do work around adaptive leadership. They didn't know about adaptive leadership. As a matter of fact, that's that was part of my transition out because they made it very clear. We love it. This is what you should be doing for a living. Like we're not there yet. Right. Most, they were like, I'm sure there's some people here that can do this work. Right. right. But but we're actually not there yet. Right. And so for me, I'm like, thank you. Yeah. I mean, I find that your right. conversation skills with people, your natural conversation skills with people allow them to have a dialogue with you that they can actually rediscover why they're doing what they're doing right and and you know sometimes that gets covered up with a lot of makeup or other things or you think oh i'm so busy i can't possibly and yet we are doing the work we are here to do no matter where we are i I love it dr another one of the factors as i'm listening to you again today as you're telling your story uh tracy it's there are times when people can see and did see exactly what you were talking about, and but not being there had a lot to do with not be, not being ready to let go. They weren't mm. ready to let go of what had worked. You know how when we are in a uh, a circumstance where it right. may be dysfunct- dysfunctional for us, but there is a system that we've built around that dysfunctionality, and to just yank it out, it leaves us feeling hopeless so there's a there is something that we have to be prepared to put in its place before we let go of that thing oh yes it's that just may like, not be working for um working sorry. for us in that regard it's just so. like Catherine ponder in her book uh, dynamic laws of prosperity mm-hmm. where one of the laws of prosperity that. is that you when uh, nature abhors a vacuum so when you oh, pull yeah. something out it will get filled up with something and, and at that point, it, and it's like shaving off a callus. You shave off a callus, but you don't remove the reason why you have the callus. It's coming back. Now, you know, you, you're, you're kind it, of in it, danger. Right, right. So I totally understand what you're saying there, uh, doctor, because it is important for us to really, we don't control anything, but we can direct how we respond Absolutely. to our growth. Absolutely. Right. And there, therein lies the, 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 our own purpose in terms of what you just said, directing the outcome. We right. are responsible for the outcome because that comes from within us. I, in that I, regard, you I know, love we, it. We, we have that choice to respond and or react, and and, and, it is, it and to have that experience reacting. of it, to to yeah. actually yeah. free ourselves up to the point where no matter what happens, to not be married to the outcome, but to mm-hmm. no matter mm-hmm. what, re like unimpede our experience of it. 
because that's what life is about. Life is going to continue to go. We are not needed on this planet. We are wanted. Right. We are wanted on this planet. I, I, I love so, it. I, I mean, love it when you say that. that so helps powerful. us. With that. I, so, so, D, so, Dr. Tar, as you know, we've talked. Thank you so much for that. Absolutely, we, we've talked several. I mean, again, Deepak. I have a crush on Deepak Chopra. Did I mention that? <laughs> a spiritual so, crush. A spiritual crush <laughs> on Deepak Chopra. I do. If Oprah Winfrey is my godmother, Deepak is my godfather, and I just love his voice. I love hearing him speak. And so, what you you all just talked about was he calls it the law of detachment. So, I have a crush on Jordan mm-hmm. Peterson. I just had to say that. <laughs> <laughs> we can talk about our crush. We'll have a crush show. Um, but but what I love about him is basically, he, again, the laws of detachment really allow us to focus on allowing others to be who they are. You know, mm-hmm. being willing to let go of the control, parents, wives, and husbands, right? So let's take it to a practical sense. You know, so what I definitely like to do as a part of this show, Dr. Top, what we said we were going to do as a part of the show, you know, as we kind of get to the move to the close is to to silently, mm. you know, prepare for the listening audience, sure. their homework for the week. Right. So as yeah, we think okay. about, you know, as we think about, you know, a segment called Surrender and Soar, you know, I'm going to give you guys a, a moment to think about how we're going to take these topics. Again, today's topic was focused on, you know, how do we live your best life and how do we find the path? You know, that's made clear. How do you discover your life's direction and purpose? I'll put Oprah's book here um, again. And we'll talk about this more and more. I keep building. My, my whole point is, again, I've read a thousand books. I you know, nailed it down to my top 100, focused on about 40 that I really, really feel are very, very much aligned to the message around how mm-hmm. do you um, and they're, they're easily connected to how do you live your best life and how do you find your path? And then what are those steps that you take? And so, Dr. Chart, when we come back, we're going to talk about, again, offering, not going back, but we're going to actually ask Mike to play um, play a song, a momentary song. It's going to be Give Myself Away. He's ready. I'm getting the nod. Do you know that song? No. I'm going to listen right now. I am too. So beautiful. I give myself away. Right. My life is not my own. To you, I belong. I give myself away. That's, this is the beginning of our surrender and source segment mm. of It's mm. Bigger Than Me. Mm-hmm. And so we've just had a very exciting conversation. Yes. I'm going to slow it down. Yep. This isn't, isn't something that I do. You know, I'm a bit of an extrovert. Excitable, that's why I admire what you're enthusiastic doing right now. <laughs> extrovert. So I'm taking it down. I'm slowing it down. And I'm going to ask um, Dr. Tart and, and Christine to feel free to, to lean in at any point in time. But I, I took down a few notes and things that I wanted to summarize from Oprah's book. And again, if you haven't read it, we're going to be bringing it back again. But what I love about this is, is her book is she talks about life is about taking one significant life transforming step at a time if you're trying to achieve a goal again part of what we want for our listening audience is for you to think about what is one thing that you want to change in your life you Mm -hmm. want to be a better parent you're trying to you know 
yell a little bit less. <laughs> I love mm-hmm. Deepak's book. I, I'm telling you, just listen to it on Audible a couple of times. Just listen to it. Don't worry about reading it first. Just listen to it. That would be homework assignment number mm-hmm. one for anyone who wants to basically take their life to the next level. And then if you're not sure what your life purpose is, I'd say get Oprah's latest book, The Path Made Clear, Discovering Your Life's Direction and Purpose. Because what she does here is she does kind of what we've been doing for the past two years. You know, radio show number one, my first radio show, book number one, was Our Journey, Our Dreams, Mm. The Art and Science of Being Aware and Getting There. And that was successful because we talked to people. Mm -hmm. We asked them about their life's journey. Yeah, their stories. Right, and their stories is what I think helps Mm -hmm. others to achieve their goal. So, so again, one of the things she says is her principle, one of Oprah's principles. Dr. Tart, you weren't here earlier, but I was saying I was basically raised with by my godmother, Oprah, right, watching her show year after year. But she says life is always speaking to you. It, it speaks is. in you whispers. It guides us. Mm-hmm. Right? It does. And so and one I, of the things, if I may say this, please. Say, was um, that I really heard when she was saying that. I believe that there is a space within us that, uh, that, that is quiet and it's safe. It is so safe. And I think that if we could just kind of find that place, and in that place we can see those things that we absolutely really, really love, something that we can do all day long, and it, doesn't seem, and it seems just like an hour she, has just passed. She calls that, that the flow, right, when you're oh, in yeah. the flow. We've talked about yeah, that in prior shows. Right. When you're in the flow, it's like that's your thing. So if you if you haven't figured out what it is, basically she's saying, oh, oh, she talks about the Wizard of Oz in this movie. Right. She talks about the Wizard of Oz. And so it's really cool. So basically she said, so again, spoiler alert. Um, (laughs) Spoiler alert. Um, But she talks about the Wizard of Oz. And her favorite part of that is at the end. When when Dorothy's told, you know what? You had everything you had all along. Right. Right. Yes. It's in you. Right. Absolutely. It's it was within so cool. you. And so I, I actually, again, would, would talk to, you know, those listening and those watching is to really think about, you know, spending some time in silence. Again, going back to mm-hmm. Deepak's seven mm-hmm. laws. Um, yeah. Spending, but, but also it's about believing. Dr. Yes, Char, they talk about trust mm-hmm. in this we book. So to. let's talk a little bit in our surrender and soar segment. Mm-hmm. The concept of surrendering, but yes. really trust believing that you can achieve whatever that goal is. Dr. Dr. Char, how important is is that? And then, Christine, I'm going to have you lean in. But how important it is to to believe and then to trust the universe. One of the things I remember that she said in the book, one of of the speakers said that if you say that you have a a problem with trust or you have an issue with trusting somebody or letting go or whatever, you have the issue is internal. So, (laughs) So to the point that you're just making, if we can just be still for a or whatever, mm-hmm. and go back and recognize, where did I lose that trust? See, because there there has been a time when we've trusted ourselves. There has been a time when we were safe enough to trust. So with that, trust is so critical. It's, a, it's an absolute building block to whatever it is that we want to do in whatever direction that we're going. And since Christina's going to talk about belief, I'm not going to get over there. But it's even <laughs> critical in, t- in understanding what it is that we believe. We yeah. have to trust 
ourselves. And there are so many, which goes back to my thing about mental health. There are so many conditions that we've contended with in our lives. So and trust ourselves, in- Dr. Tar, or would you say yeah. trust, yes, and trust the universe? Because I feel like yes. trusting ourselves puts a little bit of, I don't know, a little bit responsive, a little bit too much responsibility well, see- on the, the concept of, right, if we trust that the universe has our best interest at heart, going back to the secret, if we put out good things and positive energy, we're going to get that back. So I, I agree, Absolutely. trusting ourselves is important, but I think turning over the, the well, I think you can trust your design. Because God yes. designed us in such a way that that which we are to experience on the planet yes. is all from the design that we've been made from. Yes. So to, to trust the universe, I mean, we're made of the stuff of the stars. It exactly. Is, it has been proven. So if we can trust that there are stars and we can trust our design, uh, no matter what shows up in our road, no matter what we come to, what we know is that we are the children of God. And that design is there to serve us and everyone else. It is, and, and what regardless I regardless of the tape, regardless of the negative tapes that may be in our in our ear, that's what I was. Oh, trying. Sometimes, and sometimes, yes, yes. sometimes more importantly, when negative, those happen. Yes, yes, yes. I all, love that, Doctor Tart. Thank yes, you. Yes, yes, yes for coming yes, back yes. to that. So basically, that's kind of like one of your breakthrough points is what you're saying. And so right. even though people yeah. are hearing different things in their head, someone has told yes. them that you're not good right. enough. Yes. Right, you were raised, yes. and know yes. know that that's not yes. true, and know right. that there's Absolutely. no there's no losing anything, there's no getting anything. You're not going to oh get anything goodness, on so this planet. Christine. You're you're right only on. you're only here, you know. Like your computer doesn't really do anything; it just holds ma- it holds information. Right, and we are here to hold the experience of who we are. Everything's old, birth, death, everything. We are here to make it new through the experience of us. Our and, authentic and us, like our authentic that's self. All, that's the only thing so, there is. But, but, but many people, is. I would say, I mean, I think that's probably one area of expertise that I have. Yeah. Is, you know, the, the reason I call this show It's Bigger Than Me is part of the reason is this song by Leandra Johnson. It's called It's Bigger Than Me. And she talks about, yeah. I, you know, I, I, I'm wonderfully made, you know, from beginning right. yes, to end. Yes. You know, I used to I used to dim my light, you know, trying to make other people feel right. Yeah, your bones will go to the earth, but like your this, spirit goes to God. This little, this little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. Was kind of my, that's kind of my, you know, my my that mantra, <laughs> right? Where it's like, you know, I'm, you don't dim your lights. You know, don't don't allow other people to to write your narrative. We have two minutes left, and so I actually want to give you ladies fifteen seconds. If you had to tell someone a to do related to intention, desire, or believing. What would that thing be? I'm going to start with Christine, come to you, Dr. Tart, and then I'm going to close. Take care of your spiritual immune system because everything depends on it. Your life depends on it, and everything that you put out in the world is going to be colored by how well of an immune system you have. Mm. Dr. Tart? And mine would be that to understand that you are enough, and that gives you permission to go and just blossom and, and flow. You are enough. God put enough in you to do whatever it is that you are, are focused to do. I love that. and You're enough. I, I love that, Dr. Tart. And again, per the words of Sister Oprah, again, this book is a guide to activating your deepest vision for yourself. She offers a framework for creating not just a life of success, but one of significance. So my words of wisdom is really think about what you want to be your legacy. You want to live a life of significance, then really spend some time in silence and reflecting on what your purpose is in life. And you have everything you need. This is Tracy Harrell with It's Bigger Than Me. And thank you, Christine and Dr. Tar, for joining me. And you, make it your best day.